Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of VMware's Partnership Perspectives. I'm Anna Lawler, Vice President of Global Partner Ecosystem Marketing at VMware. I'm responsible for driving VMware's global partner marketing strategy, marketing to, through and with our broad ecosystem of partners. On this podcast, I'm pleased to bring you the stories and trends from VMware executives, industry partners and analysts. This week, I'm joined by Paula Hodgins, Senior Vice President of Worldwide Cloud Sales at VMware. In her role, Paula leads the team responsible for cloud solutions that enable customers to run and manage their environments, whether on-premise, at the edge, or in a hyperscale cloud. We discuss the importance of partnerships in driving positive customer outcomes, the ways VMware simplifies cloud complexity, and so much more. Enjoy the conversation now. Hi, Paula. Well, we're thrilled to have you on our podcast today. So perhaps you can start by sharing a little bit about your role at VMware and what your team is responsible for. Hi, Anna. It's really good to be here. Thank you for having me. So I lead cloud sales at VMware, which I think is the most exciting place to be. My team is responsible globally for cloud solutions. And so I'll tell you a little bit about that. Our cloud solutions are basically the VMware stack that runs in any hyperscale cloud, whether it be AWS or Microsoft or Google or Oracle, there's tons of solutions for our hyperscale cloud providers. I also have the team that runs our cloud service providers. So whether it be a VCPP partner or an MSP partner, so essentially uh, an edge cloud or a cloud provided by a partner, and then last but certainly not least, we have the ARIA solution, which is when you have a cloud, whether it be on-prem or at the edge or in a hyperscale cloud, you want to manage it. So we have a cloud management solution that my team is also responsible for. So really, the way to think about cloud sales and my team at VMware is we are really at the tip of the spear, creating that and enabling that multi-cloud experience for customers to run and manage their solutions whether they be on-premise or in an edge cloud or in a hyperscale cloud. So it's it's an exciting place to be. That's fantastic. So it sounds like the the cloud sales is really the tip of the spear and your team truly are creating the multi-cloud believers and leading VMware's multi-cloud market strategy. Absolutely. I think it's the most exciting place to be at VMware. So interested to hear a little bit about driving customer value realization and your team's focus on consumption. So how does that work within your team? When you think about cloud, obviously the benefit of cloud and one of the reasons why cloud is such a driving force in in the marketplace is customers pay for what they use, right? So our focus is really around making sure that we're driving value realization for our customers. So it's not just about getting them on the platform, it's making sure that they're using the platform, doesn't matter where they are, whether it be on the edge, whether it be in the data center or in a hyperscale cloud. Our team wants to make sure customers are realizing full benefit from that, that we're helping them deploy, we're helping with new use cases, and ultimately we're successful when our customers can be successful, which means they're realizing the business benefits that they signed up for. That sounds great. Truly setting up customers and partners for for mutual success there then. Absolutely. So what about the latest cloud trends in the market that you're seeing? Can you talk us through some of those 
and how you see that your VMware partners are helping customers on their digital transformation journey. Yeah, it's been an interesting, when you think about the typical cloud journey for a customer, we've seen a lot of this cloud first strategy where organizations, you know, they think about, hey, we need to think about moving our infrastructure and apps to the cloud. And so we'll take a cloud first approach. And so typically they standardize on one cloud and they think about moving their lower risk applications or workloads to the cloud, such as like DR or backup. And then when they start realizing the benefits of cloud, they look to expand additional apps or workloads or benefit from other services in the cloud. And they realize that different cloud providers offer different services and have different strengths. And once they get a taste of that, they jump into what I call like a best of breed approach to cloud, which is how most organizations arrive at a multi-cloud approach. So it's saying, hey, I don't want to be locked into one cloud provider. I want the benefits that all these different cloud providers can give me, and they all have different strengths. But the challenge with that is this multi-cloud approach brings with it a whole different set of challenges that at VMware we call cloud chaos. And this is because each cloud requires its own set of dev tools, management, infrastructure, security, networking, governance, and it creates just a ton of complexity for organizations. They need different tools, different skill sets for each cloud. And then what happens are there are silos of teams for each cloud that end up creating more complexity within an organization. So the intention was good. We'll go best of breed. We'll be able to be more competitive, but it ends up slowing organizations down because of the silos it creates, and it's also an expense. So eventually they look for solutions they can apply across all their various clouds, whether they be private, public, or edge. And really that's where VMware comes in. And it's exciting because we enable organizations to really simplify the cloud chaos or the complexity that comes from a multi-cloud architecture. So we give them a common infrastructure and management stack. So organizations can build, run, and manage their apps across all the different cloud environments using the common services and skills. And so it's a much more scalable approach and it takes away a lot of that complexity. And partners are really, really key in this journey. Partners provide customers with a much needed choice around multi-cloud. So they are driving the infrastructure choice with customers. So whether it be a private cloud or a public cloud or an edge cloud, And partners also offer these clouds. So partners offer a managed cloud experience. They offer their own clouds or sovereign clouds. So our partners also have offerings in these areas and they can manage these environments, whether they be on-premise or in a hosted cloud. So the services that partners provide are just hugely important in helping with this cloud journey and certainly in helping with simplifying and enabling the multi-cloud. So partners are really intrinsic to the customer journey to the multi-cloud. Can you talk a little bit more about the services opportunity that presents for our partners? There are so many different things that our partners can do. So whether it's being a cloud service provider, building and operating their own clouds and data centers. So customers are looking more to think about what is the need of the application? What is the business need? And are there governance or security requirements? And so there's much more thoughtful workload placement. And partners, a lot of partners have uh, asset-heavy cloud or cloud service providers. So they're building and operating their own clouds and their own data centers. And then they're putting value-added services on top for customers. 
So a huge benefit to our customers. And then other partners are offering managed services. So they're you know, not necessarily owning and running their own data centers, but they're providing a managed service with a cloud offering that VMware provides. So whether it be VMC on AWS or whether it be our cloud health solution or our Kubernetes clusters or VMware Tanzu mission control, there's lots of services that VMware provides that a managed service partner can offer their services on top of. And then last but certainly not least, a lot of migration services. So when you think about the journey to the cloud and how complex that can be, deciding what apps go where, helping with those migration services, are, it's hugely beneficial to our customers. Thanks, Paula. And I know in your role, you're interacting with different customers and partners on a daily basis So maybe you can share an example with a great success story where you've seen a partner and a customer really collaborating together to drive business outcomes for the customer. There's so many examples. I mean, I think one is around speed to cloud. So when we think about this cloud journey that our customers are on, there's so much complexity around that, right? It's deciding what applications move to what cloud and what started as a five-year plan for many organizations in terms of their digital transformations, turning into a 10-year plan. So they just want to move faster. So I would say speed of moving is, is one huge area. Another big obstacle is just around skills and you know, do they have the right resources and do they have the right skills? So I've seen a ton of success where partners are working with our customers to provide that much needed skill set around cloud and cloud adoption that is so valuable to our customers. And then certainly it's that flexibility or that choice, right? So in this world of cloud, our partners are providing so much choice to our customers. So I've seen a lot of success where you're in a highly regulated industry, banking, financial services, or even government, and being able to have cloud service providers that offer that sovereign cloud experience or that experience where there's local data laws, there's privacy, local privacy stipulations that they need to abide by, and they can keep the data all in country. And so that is a huge benefit to many of our customers looking for sovereign cloud alternatives. They still want to get the benefits of cloud, but they want to be able to keep their data and not have it open to foreign interest. So huge benefit to our customers as we think about optionality and choice of cloud. Thank you. So freedom, flexibility and choice are all playing a role there. Huge role. So let's pivot a little bit to your experience in the tech industry, Paula. So I know you spent a long time at HPE, 13 years at Microsoft prior to joining VMware. So can you tell us how your time working in the tech industry at different vendors has prepared you for your current role? I've had the fortune of working at some leading vendors. I was at Microsoft for a really long time and was leading the Azure business in Canada for enterprise customers. And that was a really great experience. So that was at a time when really big enterprise customers, big banks, big governments, big telcos were moving to cloud sort of for the first time. So that experience of really understanding how difficult it can be for organizations into cloud when they're thinking about their governance structure, you know, regulatory requirements, their skills, even understanding their application landscape can be a challenge and, you know, deciding what apps can move and when and how. That was an amazing experience for me. It was also a really incredible time to learn about transformation, both with customers and internally. You know, at that time, Microsoft was going through a huge transformation from being an on-premise 
company to moving to a cloud service, a metered service with Azure. So being in the heart of that transformation, both at Microsoft and then with customers was a great experience and really learning that public cloud space. My time at HPE was equally informative and I learned a ton more focus on private cloud. HPE was really moving into with GreenLake private cloud as a service. So very, very interesting time to be there. Learned a ton. So again, kind of juxtaposed against my public cloud experience, learning more about the complexities of private cloud. So coming to VMware in this role, thinking about multi-cloud. So, you know, just thoughtful workload placement that essentially really the choice is for our customers wherever they want to put their applications and workloads kind of is the perfect place for me, given some of my background. Thank you, Paula. And with your leadership experience, perhaps you can talk us through the principles that you like to maintain as a leader in the world of tech. Oh, look, I think from a leadership principle perspective, I really believe in you've got to have high accountability and high trust. So as we're transforming with our customers and as we're transforming here at VMware, you have to be part of a highly functioning team. And I think accountability and trust are sort of the cornerstones of that. And with that comes, I'm a firm believer in empathy and openness and transparency. So this journey isn't easy as we're learning to do new and different things every day, both internally and with our customers. So having that openness and transparency about what our challenges are, what we know, what we don't know, what we need to learn, having empathy for one another and our customers and being collaborative and inclusive is really critical to me as a leader to foster that kind of an environment where we can actually do our best work and learn from each other. To me, it's a lot about a learning culture. And I hear from my team, you always have an open door policy as well, which I know people highly appreciate. So perhaps, uh, is there anything else you'd like to say on that side? Well, look, I think this idea of inclusion and making sure that you create an environment where people can do their best work, where they can be authentic, where it's okay to disagree, you know, respectfully disagree, is a key and having an open door policy is a very important part of that. You know, there's a lot of valuable ideas and where people can contribute and they need to feel like they can come and contribute in whatever way that they feel possible. And so I think it goes back to this idea of creating an open and transparent environment. And in doing that, I think we can get our best results for both ourselves and for our customers. Yeah, I love the concept of respectfully disagreeing. And and actually, that's such an important part of, of collaboration. I had an old manager that previously used to call that friendly disagreement, and and that really resonates for me. So thank you for sharing that. You know, it's so important to have healthy debate. And sometimes I will actually purposefully ask someone to take a different perspective in a meeting just to make sure that we're considering all sides of an issue before we make a decision. So it's really critical to have different perspectives and for people to feel open to be able to voice their perspective if they don't agree with you. And so I really do try to encourage that with my team. So we're going to switch gears at this point. And the podcast is a lovely opportunity to get to know you. So we're going to talk a little bit more about you personally outside of work in our lightning round now. So first off, what is it you're reading, watching or listening to right now? Oh, gosh, I just picked up Atomic Habits again. I don't know if you've read that book. It's uh, it's by James Clear. So I'm always on this quest for self-improvement. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm never happy with I always have to think about like what's next. But I love this book because it, it focuses on the little things that you can do to drive change. 
And so often, I think in this industry as well, we're always focused on like, what's the next big thing? And what I love about this book is it really grounds you in, hey, actually change comes in little increments. And if you think about these little increments, they actually string together and help make a really big change. So at the core of it, it's kind of like if you change your small habits, it actually adds up to big change. So whether you're like trying to lose weight or get in an exercise routine, or you're trying to drive transformation with your customers or with your company, it's such good advice to remember that sometimes you've got to do the little things that add up to the big things. So I love this one. That's a great concept. And I think in IT, we're so used to change being a concept. And it's nice to remind ourselves that sometimes little things, small changes can have a big impact over time. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's a change is a way of life. And it's not something that you do it in increments every day. So it's, it's a very interesting concept. And it's a book I've gone back to time and time again. Wonderful. And what's the best piece of advice you've either been given professionally or personally? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> One is the way someone treats you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. And this one's big because I, I really want people, I want people to like me. And so if I'm in a situation where someone's treating me in a way that maybe doesn't seem like they like me, <laughs> I take it personally, which is something I've learned not to do. And certainly as a woman in technology, you know, it's a very male dominated industry. And sometimes people react to you with their bias or their lens of your capabilities as opposed to your lens of your capabilities. So I often think about this because I have really worked hard not to be held back by other people's perceptions that are formed through their experiences and really have more to do with their frame of reference than mine. And so that's been a big lesson for me in my career and I think a, a really good piece of advice for others. And then the other piece of advice I'll share with you, and we talked about it a little bit, but I'm a firm believer that when you're testing a, a solution to a problem, that you have to listen closest to those who disagree with you. And I know that can be really challenging because we often like to solicit points of view of those who support our solutions or the ways that we think. But if we can listen really thoughtfully to those who disagree with us, actually, we may learn something and create a much better solution. And I know that can be challenging, but if you do it intentionally, it does help. I love that. It's a nice way to feel confident you're getting a rounded perspective as well. So if you're intentionally doing that, then I'm sure it can only lead to good results. So last but not least, who is someone that inspires you and why? I am inspired by my coworkers, by my team, my customers. I mean, there, there's no lack of daily inspiration for me. But if I really had to just sort of pick one person in my life, and it's going to sound very cliche, but it is my mom, and I'll tell you why. She really taught me the value of learning. So I was the youngest of three girls, and my mother was a school teacher. And she was a teacher at a time when you, you didn't need a degree. So she she was ambitious. She was ambitious for herself, for her family. So she went to school and got her university degree while working full-time raising three girls. So I can remember growing up watching her go to school. On the weekends, she would study. She was always studying and going to her graduation. And she just, she instilled in me this work ethic, but also this belief in the value of learning and constantly growing and also this idea that being ambitious is a good thing. We can always 
look for our goals and look to achieve our goals. And that's a good thing. So tons of lessons from my mom and I carry them with me every day. Oh, that's lovely and and so heartfelt. I really appreciate that. Well, thank you, Paula. It's been wonderful getting to know you today. I love your positive energy and the experience you're drawing from in your career and, and bringing that to VMware has been lovely to hear about. So thank you for spending time with us and hopefully we'll have you on here again before too long. Thank you so much for having me, Anna. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Paula Hodgins. It was inspiring to hear about her journey from Microsoft to HPE to VMware and to learn leadership lessons from her impressive career in helping companies drive value realization, create innovative solutions and adopt cloud in their own way. I'm excited to see how she continues to help VMware, our partners and our customers successfully evolve and find value in a cloud-first future. To learn more about VMware, please visit vmware.com and to connect with Paula, you can find her on LinkedIn. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. Remember to subscribe, follow and review the VMware Partnership Perspectives podcast from your streaming platform of choice. For more information on VMware's partner programs, please visit Partner Executive Edge on vmware.com. I'm Anna Lawler. Thank you for listening and I hope you'll join us next time.